to another episode of the Teaching Canada's History podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Campbell, and in this special educator series, we're speaking with the finalists for the 2019 Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Created in 1996, the award recognizes best practices in teaching Canadian history and is an opportunity to highlight the important work that teachers and students are doing to interpret and share the stories of the past. Today, I'm speaking with Amelia Adorante, a grade 10 teacher at St. Elizabeth Catholic High School in Thornhill, Ontario. Thank you so much for joining me, Amelia, and welcome to the Teaching Canada's History podcast. Let's dive right on in. Uh, Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your classroom? Yes, thank you very much, Brooke. Um, As you said, I'm a grade 10 teacher at St. Elizabeth Catholic High School. Um, It's located in Thornhill, Ontario, and we are a school, a secondary school, with some special programs. Um, I teach in one of those special programs. It's uh, an ESL center, and uh, we're one of six ESL centers in York Catholic District School Board, uh, which means that we house newcomers to Canada and visa students. It's a very multicultural school. Um, It has about 1,525 students, um, give or take, you know, a few, and about uh, 200 English language learners. And these English language learners um, are immersed in learning the language of uh, education and the academic language of history, for example, in my particular class. And um, they do that alongside uh, learning their English language skills. And it provides them with a unique experience uh, in the Ontario school system. And it's a way for us to offer them uh, rich programming and uh, give them an involvement in the Ontario school system um, that's different uh, from other schools. Uh, Once they're finished um, uh, the ESL program at our school, um, which is usually in grade 10, we offer courses that support their language learning and proficiencies in science, mathematics, history, civics, careers, as well as ESL. And we also uh, integrate um, uh, 21C uh, skills and have a STEM program at our school as well. It's a really rich experience because uh, some of the newcomers who come into our school are able to go into a regional arts program. So um, at St. Elizabeth, we offer new Canadians and uh Canadian-born students uh, great opportunities to build their futures and uh, become wonderful contributing uh, citizens. Yeah, that sounds like a really unique learning environment with lots of opportunities. It it is a unique learning environment uh, since we are uh, one of uh, six ESL centers in our school board um, in uh, York Region. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you feel like you're really building Canada uh, when you educate uh, newcomers and uh, visa students. And uh, um, it's it's a wonderful experience as a teacher. Um, it really allows you to see um, the freshness of ideas and, and uh, the wonderfulness of the newcomer who comes to Canada uh, for a, a rich new life. And, uh, you know, being a history teacher, 
and uh, allowing students to develop their uh, critical thinking skills uh, in your history class. Um, it, it's just a wonderful thing to see the newcomer in the in in your classroom. Uh, having that opportunity to learn about Canada and usually their vision of Canada and the experiences that they uh, have in your classroom are a little different because uh, they all bring ideas that are preconceived about uh, what they're there for um, and what Canada has to offer. So it's uh, a unique experience. Yeah, I bet it's a very enriching classroom experience as well. It is an enriching classroom experience. It's not your typical um, history class um, because of that. So it's just, it's wonderful. So can you give us a quick rundown of the project that you submitted as part of your award application? So I developed uh, a lesson activity that's connected to World War One, and what I wanted to do was combine a variety of elements in this project. I wanted to use coding, I wanted to use the historical thinking concept of significance, and I also wanted to blend that in with critical thinking skills, um, the whole creative process of building a project, and different types of assessments that are built into that. And so when I put it together, um, what students were doing was actually building a chase game using coding uh, in the Scratch platform, which is the program that you use on the internet for coding. And the ideas about history come into it because students are choosing significant experiences from World War One um, that they choose from their whole knowledge of having studied it prior. Um, so they would choose experiences like recruitment, uh, conditions in the trenches, or uh, the idea of uh, the total war production and increasing food production on the home front and build a game based on it. And then um, on the day that we would have game day, students would demonstrate their games and explain them. So in a nutshell, that was the project. That sounds really cool. What was the exact process that the students went through from development of idea to execution of playing the game at the very end? And that is the big thing. Um, so it was a four-day process where... Um, the students were introduced to the idea of let's generate some ideas of game topics. Like we just studied all of these ideas about World War One on the home front and World War One in the trenches. So um, what are some ideas that you have for the game? And so I posed that as the question and we gathered up all the ideas that students had uh, about this. And, you know, as I said, some of them touched on recruitment, trench conditions, increasing food production and so on. And, and then um, we connected it to scratch um, and the idea of a chase game. So how would you build a chase game? Um, and what do you do when you have to build a chase game? And they were introduced to the basics of coding uh, in this platform, which is really every idea in coding has to do with a block that's being dropped and dropped and, and dragged and put together like building blocks to, so all of their 
ideas on how to make the code work, um, which is which are their critical thinking ideas, had had to be taught, and the students had to understand. Well, if I want something to happen in my game, then I need to choose a particular block that has a particular idea and put it together to make it run. So we learned about that, and then and then we learned. Uh, about how to how to work that within the idea of playing a chase game, and um, the students proposed some of their ideas in in the class. We had a discussion uh, about how to turn it into a game, how to make the connections, and what are the things that you would do uh, to to score points or or level up. Um, so maybe the farmer would increase food production and plant more wheat in the field. And, and so that would be, uh, coded for in the game and, um, students had to build their games around all of these ideas and, um, they were given an assignment that day. So we did all of this in class the first day and then they went home and they were given an assignment with some questions, uh, you know, what's your significant topic? So they had to review it to start putting it together and to start writing it out and making those particular connections. Um, like why was recruitment their significant topic? Or um, if someone talked about um, conscription, how did that fit in to their idea? How would they represent this? Like what object would be the object of chase? What what object would be the object doing the chasing? And so they had to build all of these ideas and bring the history in and explain why they chose that particular topic um, and why it was significant. And that's where they were pulling in their knowledge and their critical thinking. And so that was the first day project uh, homework. And uh, the students had to come in the next day and just start working on their game and working on the coding and working on all of the elements and actually making the code work and problem solve. And that was done for a class. And then uh, that was day two. And it was a lot of hard work and there were a lot of questions. And that's when the teacher comes in as the the supporter, um, the person who helps the student tinker and guide them through uh, thinking if that's what they need. So you get questions like, why doesn't this particular part of the code work? And you guide the student, help the student look through what they've put together and, and uh, imagine what's the output that you want? Did you actually choose the um, right code to make it run? And did you represent the uh, historical idea that you wanted represented uh, in the way that you wanted it represented? So students are really bringing out the concepts and the backgrounds and uh, the elements of history um, of that time period to make their games look authentic. Um, some students had trenches, some students had backgrounds of actually Calgary, um, which reminded me of uh, the movie Passchendaele and um, the whole concept of the recruitment that went on in Passchendaele. And we actually watched that movie in class um, prior uh, to, to doing this. So I think one of the students may have been inspired by it. Um, so that was that second day. And the next day, which is the day three, they come back and 
all the assessment levels uh, that I've built into the project come into play. And they do a bug fixes pair activity where students play each other's games and they use a simple star system to peer evaluate each other's games. Um, And they write down uh, suggestions on a little sticky note that I would give them about how to make improvements, uh, what they liked about the game, um, a suggestion. And then at the end of the class, we talk about and we do a round robin sharing of all of the the glitches uh, that students encountered in making these uh, games and building this activity and, uh, you know, developing their vision of that a significant historical concept in the game. And throughout all of this, um, I think without even knowing it, students are really, really doing a lot of critical thinking um, because they're, they're building code and they're, they're bringing their ideas alive through setting and um, they're actually able to uh, locate uh, images and bring them into the game um, and use them in the game. Um, and uh, so that's day three. And then day four is the big day. It's game day. It's when students uh, share and demonstrate uh, their games through their presentations. And uh, they go through what's their game concept, what's their significant topic, um, how did they bring that alive. And they're also uh, sharing their best uh, presentation skills and demonstrating their uh, English language uh, speaking skills uh, to the entire class, as well as all of those new uh, history terms that they learned uh, throughout the unit and uh, all of the new terms that they learned uh, in coding with this game. And it's a wonderful support for the students um, in my class, especially these particular uh, newcomers to Canada, because if they have any challenges in understanding how to use Scratch, um, they are able to use a global translator and translate some of their code into their uh, first language and easily move back and forth between their first language and English. So it's a really wonderful support for them. And uh, it's a really big confidence uh, builder. And uh, the students enjoyed uh, game day and the sharing of uh, their presentations. Uh, it was, uh, you see a lot of excitement uh, when they're uh, talking about what they created and um, all of the challenges that they met along the way, how they made their projects work and uh, the language that they used to um, and demonstrate all of their learning. So in a nutshell, that's uh, what we've uh, done through um, this particular project uh, where Canadian history meets STEM through uh, World War I on the home front. Uh, and as well, um, for students who really loved the idea of let's talk about the experience in the trenches, um, they were able to uh, build those games based on what was it like in the trenches for the soldiers and, uh, and how those uh, conditions were tremendously challenging uh, because of the uh, unsanitariness of uh you know, what they had there, like the rats and the, uh, 
uh, lice and, and, you know, the difficult day-to-day living uh, using the rations. So some students really wanted to bring that out in their game and uh, incorporate those ideas and uh, they were able to do so. So it was a, it was a tremendous endeavor um, to do over uh, four days. Uh, it's a wonderful experience to have in the classroom. And uh, if you can build it into uh, having presentation day on a Monday and day three on a Friday, it works really well because it gives students uh, a bit of extra time uh, to work on their project. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Yes, it, it was a lot of fun. And it's, it's fun for the teacher too, because as the teacher, you're you're no longer just uh, uh, the expert who knows everything. You're the facilitator, um, and you're working alongside the students uh, as they develop their ideas. and And uh, sometimes you're seeing into their projects as they're working on them. And and the you know alongside the student, you see new new things too. So there's excitement for learning on both levels, uh, uh, in both roles, uh, as a teacher and as a student, when you, you both realize uh, what's there uh, in their work, and, uh, and they see it too. As you're describing, this project really involves a lot of STEM. And I'm curious why you think it's important when you're teaching history or teaching any subject, for that matter, to incorporate a STEM element. Um, well, I think STEM is part of the future, and um, in in history, uh, we really have a lot of critical thinking. We ask students, you know, wh- what does this particular document mean? What does it tell you? Um, wh- what is what does the evidence bring out in in terms of uh, you know supporting an opinion? And I wanted to have my students um, be better thinkers and better writers and. When I was using um, this particular tool in another classroom, it was an English uh, classroom, um, and I was doing something totally different. We were using um, the story retail portion of um, um, uh, Scratch, and I just saw a lot of potential. Like I, I had always wanted to connect the idea of um, game-based learning in my classroom and it just sort of developed as as I was um you know taking a step back and looking at possibilities and also trying to motivate students uh in their learning like today the students are so connected to social media um and um everything online. I I have students who just love gaming and I just wanted to bring all of those ideas into the classroom. And I thought, well, what if I can use them for learning? Um, What if I can make some sort of connection uh, that's valuable to what we do in the classroom and show them how, you know, you can, you can game and you can make it relevant and you can incorporate uh, some of the things that you use in the classroom, some of the ideas that are in our history course that are big ideas, like what was it like on the home front and, uh, and turn it into a game and have students uh, you know, use a creative process um, because you see students on their uh, devices at the beginning of class and, you know, they're sometimes they're on social media or sometimes they're playing a game. So 
the the idea that I have sort of came out of my uh, observances and uh, I wanted to uh, really make it work for the classroom and it just sort of grew uh, into uh, this particular project that I had done um, uh, that I d- developed and uh, I, I really do believe that it has a lot of uh, good things to offer the students um, in terms of um, you know, developing their thinking skills and making connections to history. Um, so translating all of these ideas that you have in your course into a game was just uh, a lot of creative thought, a lot of metacognition, um, and and students really had to commit to the project um, and use step by step ideas. And I really like the idea of of the process um, and uh, having them demonstrate that um, through their documents, and then being able to go into the project and see it. Um, it, it just it was a different way to to do history. I had also read some articles. Uh, um, in one of the history publications uh, about um, the idea that um, sometimes there's an overuse of certain uh, digital tools and it makes uh, the ideas in history less relevant. Um, And I wanted to do the opposite. I wanted to um, use uh, STEM and use coding uh, to give the students in the class a really rich thinking experience and a really rich uh, creative experience. So um, that's where I'm coming from with these particular ideas. Um, And uh, I I thought it was a really creative and innovative way to to connect to history. And um, for me, it's, it's like, building uh the future of canada since uh we are so digitally uh connected um in in society and it's a a wonderful step in in shaping new canadians with uh a variety of uh global skills like you're you're giving them english skills and you're giving them computer skills and they're demonstrating their critical thinking skills and for a lot of the students um, this is so, so new um, because they they come to our country uh, never having used technology in the classroom in this particular way. Um, and I, I really think that it allows them a unique opportunity um, to integrate into our school system and uh, also to leave my classroom with um, wonderful skills in thinking and expressing themselves, whether it's in speaking or um, whether it's in explaining their ideas in a step-by-step fashion or demonstrating uh, what they have created through code. Because uh, in this particular project, a student can uh, go and look into the code that they have built for a particular section in that game and it just reveals all of their work and uh, i think in uh 21st century society it's the cornerstone of educating um the student today so if we can give them all of that then we're really uh preparing our students um for their future careers 
and helping them also uh, gain confidence in uh, sharing uh, one of their uh, creations. Thank you so much, Amelia. It has been really fascinating to learn more about your students and how you've incorporated STEM and coding into your history classroom. And I just wanted to say congratulations on being named a finalist for this year's award. Thank you very much. It was very exciting to uh, receive that news.